Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. If you're on a mission to be more frugal with both your time and money, you're in the right place. In this podcast, we talk about topics that help enhance living a frugal lifestyle. The goal is to save time and money where we can so that we can use the rest on what matters most to us. We talk a lot about both time and money management so that we can waste as little as possible on both. We do this while also embracing a progress over perfection mindset. If that sounds good to you, then please stick around for the latest episode right after a few quick words from our sponsor. Hi everyone, welcome back to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. Before we get into the topic, I'll just give you a really quick update on what's been going on in my life. Um, We just finished decorating our house for Christmas. I don't know if I mentioned that in the last episode, so I apologize if I already did, but we always decorate um, our house for Christmas the day after Thanksgiving So or that weekend. It used to always be like the day after Thanksgiving, but now it's kind of like Thanksgiving weekend. I always take off Um, the Friday and Monday after Thanksgiving. So we have like a really nice long weekend. Um, But what was nice about this year is that usually we do kind of like this marathon decorating where we take everything down, put out all the decorations, put up the tray, um, get all the ornaments on, and then we get everything back up in the attic either that night or the day or like the morning, the next morning so that it's like completely decorated, everything's put away, whatever, which is nice. It's nice to have everything done like all at once, but it's also exhausting. And this year what we did was we took down all the boxes on Saturday, I think, because my daughter is me and one of my daughters, like I mentioned, I think last time we went Black Friday shopping a little bit. Um, So we basically took down the boxes on Saturday morning and started like unloading some stuff. And I was kind of putting things out and getting some of that decorating done. And then I finished the rest of it on Sunday. Yes, on Sunday, I finished the rest of just like the household like decoration type things that my husband was putting up outside decorations. And then on Monday, we put the tree up and I put the lights on it. And then we got all the other bins back up into the attic. So like over the course of like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we slowly did the decorating and it was just really nice because we also had time to just kind of relax also. It wasn't just like this crazy, you know, um, decorate all all at once, which like I said, there's, there's pros and cons to both, but I did really enjoy this year just kind of taking it slow. And by the end of the weekend or the long weekend, including Monday, everything was done, put up, put away. And um, actually tonight, though, my kids are going to be decorating the tree. That's the only thing that didn't get done as far as ornaments. The tree's up and the lights are on, but our bins that have the ornaments are still down because it's been difficult to find a day when all three of the kids were home. They're they're all adults. My youngest is 18. She's a senior in high school, but um, the other two are adults and they're working. So it's kind of hard to find a day when everyone's home, but they're going to do that today. And then officially everything will be done. But um, I really did enjoy that slow kind of, um, you know, decorating this year. And then as far as what I'm loving lately, I um, have been listening to some Christmas audiobooks. I just actually got um, a new Debbie McComer book called The Christmas Basket. I had it on hold. I haven't started it yet. I'm about to. And then I'm also listening to another one of her books called The Christmas Spirit. So she's pretty much like 
Hallmark movies in an audiobook. So if you enjoy that type of thing, you might think it's fun. They're just kind of light um, Christmas type stories. And uh, I was going to try and listen to mostly Christmas type books as much as I can during this next month, just because it's kind of fun. And I like doing Christmas related stuff as much as I can during December. So that's what I'm really enjoying right now. So anyway, for today's episode, we are talking about consumable gifts. So giving gifts can sometimes be difficult when we're trying to find the right things for certain people in our lives. There's some people that are just super easy to buy for because maybe they have a certain hobby or you know something specifically that they're really going to love or something they're really into or younger children, of course, are much easier. Um, But when it comes to certain people, we have a really difficult time because we really want to give gifts that people will enjoy and love. But many of us that have people that we're buying for, um, have people in our lives that kind of already have most of what they want or what they need. And we don't want to give gifts that are just going to collect dust in someone's home. And I don't mean it in a way that the person would not love the gifts you got them, but sometimes we just all end up with too much stuff. So gifts that won't collect dust are basically consumable gifts that can be used and enjoyed. They don't require a permanent place in someone's home. So if you really feel like you're struggling um, to give the right type of gift or to find the right kind of gift that you want to give for someone special in your life, consider if there's something consumable that you can give them. There are so many different um, types of consumable gifts that you usually can find something that someone will enjoy. And it does often um, have some aspect of really kind of knowing a little bit about what that person likes in order to even get a consumable gift, just like getting a regular type of gift. But there's also some um, things that are a little bit more general, like generic, that you could probably get for those individuals too that they would really enjoy. So just some ideas. Um, Food definitely is a big one. Lots of people give food as a consumable gift. Um, Some ideas are chocolate. Um, You can get like fancy truffles. You can get chocolate-covered strawberries. Um, You can get really nice chocolate bars or fancy chocolate-covered pretzels, chocolate-covered nuts. They sell chocolate gift baskets. There's so many different ways you could go with chocolate. Hot sauces. Um, There are so many different varieties. If you know someone that is really into trying different types of food and they like spicy stuff, they have like different variety packs. They have in like gift shops, they'll have like specialty um, flavors that maybe you can only get, you know, at certain places. Um, Fancy olive oils is a big thing. Um, Lots of uh, gift shops now even just specialize just in olive oils. And that's something that definitely most people can use, you know, even if they're just going to put it in a salad or they don't have any special, um, you know, cooking skills to use it with. It's something that most people can definitely use and they're healthy. So that's kind of a good option too. Um, They have grow your own herb kits. You can get on like Amazon. So if someone um, maybe enjoys growing things and they like to cook, um, that's always a nice gift too. They could grow their own little, like, so say some like basil and I don't know, whatever else might grow in those kits, but um, those are nice to have on hand for cooking and something you can use. Um, It does take a little bit of space because you'd have to put the kit somewhere, but it's still something that's kind of useful. Um, Bread dip seasoning kits. um, You know, when you go to certain restaurants, they'll put out like a little bowl. And um, like we like to go to Carrabba's. I think that's kind of, I don't know if that's across the whole 
United States or if it's just regional. I know I've seen it in other locations, but anyway, when you go there, they put out a little bowl with like different spices and herbs in it, and then they pour olive oil over it and you dip the bread in it. So like one year, my sister got me this really nice kit of um, all different seasonings that you could create different dipping um, like concoctions, I guess, for dipping bread in. So you could even like put that with like a nice bottle of olive oil, something like that would be nice. Um, of course, cookie or brownie mixes. A lot of people make those homemade and put them in the jars. You can also buy them in stores. Um, that's always something nice. And it's a time saver for someone too, if you know that they're, they've are they got a lot going on and that could be a quick way for them to make um, something for maybe an event they have coming up. Of course, there's always homemade cookies or breads. Those are always great. And they're really pretty inexpensive considering um, what the cost of some of the other gifts or the pre-made ones are. So that's definitely a really good option if you're looking to kind of save a little bit of money. Um, soup mixes, they have those a lot of times in the grocery, not in the grocery stores, in the um, different gift shops. And I'm sure you probably could even find some recipes online to create your own. That would be fairly simple. Charcuterie items are nice too. You know, you could do like, um, say maybe like some nuts and cheeses and crackers, maybe some dried fruit, pretzels, things like that, that someone could make like a nice charcuterie board with. Um, if you don't mind getting them a little bit of something that's not consumable, you could always give them like a nice little board to go with it. Um, and then, you know, they have those services too that deliver gifts like um, steak or fresh seafood. Like I know I always see the ads for Omaha Steaks. Um, there's there's actually several different types of services. They used to be like the one, um, but now there's like many of them. So you could always do something like that too. Then there's drinks. Um, you know, tea, a lot of people are really into tea. You can find loose leaf teas. Um, you could just find regular variety packs of teas that are really nice. Um, coffee. Um, you know, maybe someone might really like like a bag of freshly roasted coffee beans or if you know that they have like a, a, a Keurig machine or an espresso, maybe you could consider giving them some type of variety pack of coffee pods for them to try. Um, of course, there's wine and other adult beverages like a bottle of um, some type of whiskey or something that they might if you know that that's something that they might enjoy. Um, hot chocolate mix. They have lots of different like fancy hot chocolates that you can get for someone that might like that instead. And even something like that, if they do prefer um, or if you think they would enjoy like an adult type beverage, you could always do like a hot chocolate mix with something that could be added to the hot chocolate, like maybe like um, what the heck is it called? Like Bailey's Irish cream or like something like that. Um, cocktail kits. They have cocktail kits for both mocktails and alcoholic beverages. So it doesn't have to be alcohol related. Um, but it's a kit where basically you could make a variety of different cocktails and it gives you all the basic things you need to make those. So that can be kind of fun for someone to try something new. And then soda. I thought this was an interesting idea because I saw it as an idea, um, to give to someone. And you would think soda, like it's not like you're going to hand them like a case of Coke, but like they do have like artisanal sodas where there's like specialty brands and specialty flavors. And that can be really fun for someone who really likes to try new things. Um, my daughters and I were actually at a, um, a, we went to the flower festival. I think I had mentioned it way back a few months ago when we went, but um at the flower festival, they had a lot of vendors there. And one of the vendors was that type of vendor. It was just like all these like interesting flavors of soda. And um, it was it was kind of fun. We wound up buying a couple of bottles and trying it. So that's that's definitely something maybe a little bit different 
that could make a nice gift for someone. And a lot of these gifts too um, that I'm mentioning, they can also be good for those um, like uh, grab bag type gifts where, or, you know, where you maybe have like a, a $20 gift exchange or something like that. You know, these might be good ideas for that too, where you don't know specifically what the person might like, who's going to end up with the gift, but these are kind of could be pretty generic for the most part that a lot of people might might like them. And then of course, there's always like your typical home type items that people often get, candles, um, soap, um, flower or vegetable seeds, I thought was a good one to kind of put in the home category. So say if you know someone that enjoys growing things in the spring, just because it's a Christmas gift doesn't mean it needs to be used immediately. And while they might have to store it for a little bit of time, if it's seeds that they can grow in the spring or summer, they're ultimately going to wind up getting used up. So if you can find some kind of simple to grow vegetable or flower seeds, that could be fun. Um, for the candles, you know, it doesn't have to just be the typical um, candle that you that you buy at like, um, you know, Yankee Candle or TJ Maxx or wherever. Um, you know, a lot of times at these uh, vendor fairs too, or gift shops, they'll have kind of really um, unique type candles that are maybe either like homemade or, you know, have like very nice um, kind of unusual scents um, that could be nice. I know I just got for um, two women that I work with, I just got some really nice candles at a, um, at a vendor fair we were just at. And they were just like, I don't know, they just made like a really nice gift the way they looked and how they smelled and they were kind of like unique and it was made by like a local individual. So it was kind of nice. Um, and then of course you have like your body type products like lotions. Um, if you know someone that likes to take baths, bath bombs can be a good choice. Hand soaps for kitchen or bath. I always feel like everybody can always use a, a pump hand soap for their kitchen or their bathroom. I mean, I don't know, I might be wrong, but I always feel like someone's going to wind up using that up. So I think those can be nice too. And then of course you have like um, gift cards and experience type gifts. So gift cards, of course, you can do um, something more generic like a Visa gift card or something like that. But be careful with some of them if you do buy those because um, I know that there's definitely some that charge fees if they're inactive. My son one time had been given gift cards um, by one of my aunts and he was kind of saving them. And by time we went to activate it, more than one of his gift cards was completely gone because he saved them for a while, like years. He was saving them every year because he really didn't need anything and he was just kind of saving them up. And, um, you know, like restaurant gift cards and things like that, they don't decline, but some of those Visa bank cards, they will decline. So just be really careful if you're purchasing something like that, if you, that you read what the, um, the terms are on the back, cause you don't want to give someone a gift card and have them find out that, you know, this, cause they didn't use it in a year. It's starting to have the value declining on it. And then there's, you know, in addition, like I said, in addition to like cash type gift cards, of course, there's restaurant gift cards, um, which can be especially nice if you know the type of restaurant someone likes to go to. Um, but you but a lot of times now they have um, where they'll have like several different restaurant options that you can use them at. You could do audiobook credits if you know someone likes to read or listen to audiobooks, but you don't know maybe specifically what type of um, or what books they haven't read yet. You could do like audiobook credits credit um, gift um, card. You could do a gift card for food delivery services. Uh, so maybe not specifically a restaurant, but if someone might want to just have food delivered one night when they're kind of busy, you could do like a DoorDash or Uber Eats type gift card. And then you could do actual 
experiences like cooking classes or concert tickets. Like if it's someone you know really well and maybe know an artist they might like to see, you could buy concert tickets. You could do um, a gift card to an escape room place. You could give them a spa um, card. They have those like paint and sip um, locations where you um, go paint and you have a glass of wine and you like learn to paint something. Those are really fun. You could give a gift card for something like that or an art class or um, they have wine or cocktail of the month subscriptions where, um, you know, a bottle of wine comes every month or a new cocktail recipe comes every month. I, I got one of those years ago um, from my boss for a wine subscription. It was like, I think a three month subscription, but it was just fun because unusual things came that we wouldn't have normally tried. So those are really fun too. And then they also have like um, other specialty type subscriptions, you know, like um, one year I got my daughter, it was like a makeup and skincare um, subscription box and you would just get it every month and all these different things would be in it and she would just get to try lots of different things and it was kind of fun for her. Um, they also have ones like that that have pet items in them. They have ones with snacks. Um, those are all subscriptions that you can usually do for just a short amount of time just to give it as a gift. Obviously, you're not going to probably give a person an ongoing subscription forever, but um, just a, a short subscription can be fun. And then um, blank greeting cards can actually be a nice gift for someone too, or even like a notebook or notepad, things that can be used. I always love to have blank greeting cards on hand because I could just kind of write whatever is relevant for the occasion in it. And I don't have to always run out to the store. There's so many different things. Um, these are just a few ideas that I came up with. I tried to find more, but I think I've kind of mostly covered it. But if you just think about things that can be utilized and it's not something that the that the person has to store it can definitely be a good um, idea for someone that like i said you just don't know what to get them or they just kind of already have everything and maybe don't want one more item to have to find a place in their home so and just remember it's okay to take a chance on something that someone might not like um, when you buy a consumable gift, sometimes it can feel a little, little bit risky if you're not 100% sure of what the person really enjoys. But the good thing about consumable gifts is that they can, use, they can be used by other individuals too, other than just the person actually receiving the gift. So like say you buy someone a food-related item and maybe it's not their favorite, but maybe someone else in their family really loves it. Um, or maybe they could put it out when they have company. It's still useful to them. If, if they're having company and they receive something that isn't their favorite, but they can use it to put out for when company comes, that's still one less thing they had to do to prepare for that company. So it's still useful to them. And they're also um, very easy to re-gift usually too. And, you know, some people re-gift things they receive that they don't like. People have different feelings on whether you should re-gift or you shouldn't. I'm not going to get into that today. Um, but it is true that if you receive a consumable gift, it's usually fairly easy to re-gift if, um, if it's not something you enjoy. So again, it's still useful to that person because that's one gift they didn't have to buy. So just kind of take a chance and maybe try something um, if you want to try a consumable gift and maybe the person will love it or maybe someone in their family will or maybe they'll wind up using it for some other purpose. But that's all I have to say about this topic today. I hope that maybe this gave you some ideas or inspired you to try to get something a little bit different for some of these gifts. And um, I thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next week. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode. And don't forget, you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. And you can find a blog post for 
most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see you're listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day.